0: There is no cook cutter way for people to do things in life. We may follow people who share the same interests and business ideas who are successful and look like they're doing everything perfectly. We then start to think to ourselves, if it works for them, it will work for me. The problem with that is not everyone is aligned with the same human design. So in this Light Up Your Worth episode, join me and online visibility strategist juliet stapleton as we dive into the ins and outs of human design and how to understand it and how it plays a role in your business thanks for being here i'm so excited for you to listen stay tuned
1: you are listening to light up your worth with transformational coach debbie mcallister whose vision is to provide spiritual connection, magical learning, and positive resources for your toolbox, to raise the consciousness and frequencies for you and our Mother Earth, to discover the unbelievable resource within yourself. This podcast is for you, the spiritually curious, seeking inspiration, hope, and practical knowledge as you navigate healing, personal growth, and development as you move forward with confidence building a consciously intentional radiant life. Each week you will be given an all-access pass into the lives of other spiritual souls, energetic healers, spiritual modality experts, thought-provoking life coaches, empowering therapists, and uplifting authors who are real and vulnerable as they share their own unique journeys through healing and offer their gifts. This podcast is here to provide engaging and heart-centered conversations that offer so much wisdom, it will motivate you to Light Up Your Worth. Thank you for tuning in. Embrace your brilliant, gorgeous, and talented worthy self. Hello,
0: this is Debbie and this is Light Up Your Worth. I am so excited to bring you our guest today. And it is, it's is—it's such a privilege when you get to meet people who are especially out of your own country. So I have my beautiful guest, Juliette Stapleton. She's an online visibility strategist. She mentors coaches and experts using human design, you guys know how much I love that, to realign their marketing with their authentic selves. She is an internationally recognized for her direct, non-traditional marketing methods. She teaches how to show up comfortably online, build strong positioning as an authority in your niche, and attract perfectly aligned clients and opportunities. Juliet is also a seasoned podcast host, a passionate speaker, and a writer featured in Forbes, talking about staying visibility, staying visible, sorry, in, in uncertain times. She is an active contributor to entrepreneur, Influenza and multiple other major online publications. And she's an expert on Facebook profile marketing, human design, and online visibility. Welcome,
2: (laughs) Juliet. Thank you so much, Debbie. And and, and don't forget how to look 20 years younger on Zoom. I'm an expert on that as well. (laughs) (laughs) I think I might need some tips there. (laughs) I just had a birthday recently, you know, and
0: turned 56. And so I'm like, oh, no, I think I need to (laughs) I need to bump
2: it up a bit. (laughs) We can exploit the vanity to the full uh, with this whole online technology. And yes, it makes us feel a little bit better, at least for the time when we're on. So, yes, I'm, I, I think I've learned with my visibility journey the last six years how to do this. And uh, but it does it's still, you know, we're still facing ourselves every morning. <laughs> <And> <laughs> this is all just skipping up appearances, like building the shiny cover, the authority, how you're perceived. And so all these things of course they're important in the first first time seeing someone or first time hearing someone and yes i i try and dig deeper into those little things as well. Oh that's that's wonderful.
0: You know what is so interesting being on this journey with uh, the podcast and uh my really part-time coaching part of the business that i do but the joy is the podcast the bliss. Right. And I think about all of the beautiful, uh, especially women that I've met who are launching out into being an entrepreneur, you know, more spiritual based and the, just kind of like the dread that they find in doing, um, being visible. And then once you get going, like, you know, you join a coaching program and, and you're like, you got to do this, 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 this. And when i i've i've done that and it's exhausting,
2: exhausting. oh absolutely <laughs> absolutely there's two things um in what you've just mentioned one is the kind of fear and reluctancy to be is that a word reluctancy i don't know <laughs> it, <laughs> it is <being> now reluctant. <laughs> yeah it is now okay uh, so being reluctant to be visible especially in the beginning and there there is a few reasons behind that you know uh, one of especially if you're in spiritual business um who are the most persecuted niche of course they're the spiritual people you know so Mm -hmm. we are naturally and i say we even though i am a very left brained practical logical person but have always been spiritual i always had that you know looking for the guidance from the divine looking at the planetary alignments was what Phases, moon and now right now or is metri- Mercury in retrograde should I buy the new coffee machine or not like all these yeah. <laughs> things will always determine this so I have that spiritual side in me and um, and even though I grew up I'll be very transparent I grew up on stage visibility was actually the word in my life from the moment I was born because I was born in front of 20 medical students and so oh my it was it's a funny thing, but that's that's the truth, you know, so I grew up always performing and being on stage. But at the same time, I'm an introvert. I was not a good looking kid. So especially in school, that did not go down well. And I would take bold moves that other people didn't do. And I would, you know, do things that are a bit different. And and I really had to grow up with a big living in a big bubble and trying not to really think how much resistance my energy and me being a little bit different, um, or doing things just outside the, the box, um, how this affects people, you know, so I kind of like carry carried through, you know, in my life. So I had this whole thing about being visible uh, as a child, but I think also, you know, when, when I grew up and, um, when we grow up especially in our 30s i think that's where life starts like challenging us Mm -hmm. really challenging everything that we believe in everything that's you know um that confidence we had before and maybe it's because we change sometimes our bodies change our lifestyle change families whatever happens you know and we sometimes lose or disconnect with that enthusiasm we had when we were younger that was my story you know so um even though i all always kept a passion for, say, I was always into the internet and building online presences. And I've, I've done this for 22 years before I even started my own business in 2012. But then by the time I started my business, I felt very disempowered because I felt like I was an adult already. I was kind of bitten by working for other people in you know other businesses where you're not really seen for your brilliance. So you're just seen as... Um, I remember I was working, I worked in hospitality for a long time. And I remember once our general manager said, Every time this person walks, that's 10 euros is walking up and down the hall. And I thought it was horrendous way to see people that you're working with, you know, so you're never even appreciating what they're bringing to the table. You know, and the funny observation, I was always seen for who I was by the owners of the company. They'd get out of their way to come to me. You know, if I was managing, say, a restaurant in the hotel, the owner of the hotel would come in and thank me for being so, you know, welcoming to the guests and just being that face of hospitality for them. But the management never did. People you're constantly working with and the people who are in charge of your hours, your salary, all these things, they just don't see you for who you are. And I really felt that it was the most debilitating, horrible, disempowering thing that has ever happened to me.
0: As fascinating as this conversation is, we are going to pause for a moment and we'll be right back.
2: So when I started my business, I came from that place and I didn't know that there is a different place where you can call the shots, when you can demand the respect from people that you're providing a service as another business owner, as opposed to just another Anyone who can do this. You know, and that's the big difference between when you're running your own business, you want to be in that control and a power. And not every one of us, when we start our businesses, especially when we come from the background of working for others or working within a big mm, system like corporate uh, world how we can actually be empowered and we can actually be calling our shots and we can actually take full control, even if it feels scary, even when you know that if you're getting away with not doing something today, yes, it's going to affect your income, you know, down the line, maybe in three months. So you really need to push sometimes. How do you push to get through it with least damage to your self-esteem, to your, you know, self-empowerment? And that's where human design for me With a huge discovery, because as you mentioned, you know, there's so much advice and everybody's saying to you, this is how I need to, you need to do things because it worked for them. There's no denial that it worked for them and it worked perfectly. And they say, this is how I achieved this. This is definitely a proven method. Because it, you know, worked for me, worked for this client I had, worked for that client. They don't tell you that there was also another hundred clients that they didn't work for. You know, like this, we we don't talk about the, the poor stories of people who didn't get results with our coaching. Right. And I'm not criticizing here. I also talk only about the people who get results with my mentoring or coaching. But what I went away from was. Teaching or, or telling people to do things in a very rigid way and like a cookie cutter solution and then applying it to everyone and telling them that if this didn't work for you, then you're either lazy in not in direct words sometimes but you know <laughs> yeah. that's what we're told or you know you're not you don't have enough discipline or you don't have um you know you're you don't approach appreciate this business and the dream that you have enough so your why is damaged or whatever way you know they frame it in a softer way but that's exactly what they're saying you know so you're not good enough and a lot of people feel like this all the time and that's why a lot of uh businesses and coaching businesses they're sort of Close down and people give up in the first couple of years, because first of all, it takes years to figure out your way, but also constantly trying to have hope and and joining coaching programs, especially when they're really rigid and not getting results that can not just make you feel like, oh, well, you know, I didn't work again, but that can disconnect you with what you're doing and that's my story and that's what happened to me and it happened to me twice I followed people coaches who I adored who were doing everything perfectly which I could see the evidence that what they were doing worked Mm -hmm. for them amazingly and I kept saying if it worked for her it'll work for me we're so aligned we're so similar it'll work for me and I never knew that It's only the similarity we had and the connection we had was so skin deep. And really, we were completely different types by human design. Human design said to me, Juliet, I'm a projector. I'm a splenic projector. And the person who I was trying to be was a manifesting generator. And that's like an opposite energy to a projector. In a way, it's not true that it's opposite, but it feels like this, you know, mm-hmm. when you're a projector, because you'd kind of have this idea that if you're, you're a manifesting generator, aren't you? Yes. Yes, yeah. I So know. some things I will mm-hmm. say, you might feel like, no, I don't think it's this is true, because I know it's not true, but that's how it feels. It's like, oh my God, manifesting generators, they're the only ones who can succeed. They're the only ones who can do this outreach. They're so vibrant. They can h- handle all these things all at the same time. They're just so, they're the only ones... I have no chance. I have no chance. And so (laughs) this sort can happen, but it's not true. It's not true. I, I actually mentor a lot of manifesting generators and it's not every one of them is like that, you know, so this is a different kind of conversation. But what happened to me is that when I, a projector tried to be like that vibrant, very aligned with their business manifesting generator, who was so, you know, they figured it out for them and they followed certain steps that 100% worked for them over and over and over again. And when they said to me to go and do it, I disconnected from loving my business. I disconnected from even wanting to do anything and it paralyzed me. And for six months, I did not promote anything. And like my revenue, everything I've built to date, the only thing I could maintain was my visibility online because it's just something that I do. But, But it was scary. You know, in the back, on the background, what was happening in in business side of things, and that was the first time. And it's so funny how you know life always brings you the solutions to your problems when you really are suffering. And Human Design came into my life during one of those periods when I was so derailed, and it allowed me to de- to connect first back to what I actually want to do. What do I love doing? Where what activities in marketing do I really feel energetically in the right place for example being a guest on a podcast is a really energetically correct place for me or being a host of a podcast and i have two mm-hmm. so that's another way you know because i get to connect to people in a one on one environment which is kind of like a projector big thing you know and 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 bring out these very interesting conversations and so choosing then it helped me to to start choosing the correct and aligned activities that I could then release the need of everything that people were telling me you have to have in place in order to succeed. Because I realized that I personally, Juliette Stapleton, don't have to have all those things in place. Things are still working. And when I lean into my strategy and for a projector, the amount of rest we have to take, it's a bit of a scary thing when you're conditioned to live, you know, that you have to work, work, work and do, do, do. And they say, no, 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 slow down. And you just need to be. And in order for you to be, you need to rest a lot. And that's mind blowing you know. at the start. How do you achieve that? And yet the less I do and the more I am and present and just being there for clients, there in my business, there in my visibility, the more opportunities come in, invitations come in, the doors open for revenue, clients coming out of nowhere, when I focus on things that are energetically aligned which and this realization was so huge for me that I really felt a calling to help you know I have at that stage I already had two decades experience of building online presence for brands and businesses and building the connections with the audiences and I kind of know really well how to do it but when you do things that are not aligned with you then it doesn't work even when you know that it can work. And I could never have a language or a reason to say, why do I think you should be doing outreach? So I'd be talking to someone and I'd be like, you should send everyone a message and introduce, not introduce yourself, but say for example, the people that they knew and maybe tell them that you have this event, just send them a message. I have a feeling intuitively I know this is something that works for you. I could never tell why am I saying to this person, um, that it works and it worked for them. And if I tried to do the same thing, absolutely, it would be no results whatsoever. You know, it would be just pushback. And that's because this is not my strategy. This is a strategy for someone who is either manifest or manifesting generator and has the sparkle, the ignition quality in them. And in certain timing and when, especially if they say for you manifesting generator and you are actually responding to something that you've seen on the outside, you know, by sending a message, it's not out of the blue, That kind of like cold outreach strategy. It has fantastic energetic backing to your action. So it has really potential to work. And it took me a year to step out of my human design closet and actually uh, announce that I'm going to use it in my business. In fact, I remember I did an intake for my mentorship program in March 2021. And I was saying to each one of them when I was selling the program, some of them renewed from a year before. And, and I was saying, guys, I'm going to start talking about human design. going to start talking about human design to you. And, so, and and they were like, yeah, this, this sounds good. Sounds interesting. You know, like, come on, Juliet. We don't know anything about it, but, you know, tell us more. And I was sitting on my hands and for the six, probably mm, seven months or nine months, I did not bring human design because I thought I didn't want to be a human design coach. I didn't want suddenly, you know, it's like jumping on a bandwagon because human design is very new and everybody is now getting so mind blown by it. And, you know, a lot of people turn into human design coaches and start doing readings and things like that. And I welcomed that, but I didn't want to be the woo-woo coach. <laughs> I still, you know, that was just what wasn't the thing. And, um, and, and it took me so long. And then on the 11th of 11th in 2021, I'll never forget because my favorite number, I just announced it and stepped out of this closet and said, OK, that's it. Now I'm going to take everything that I've learned because I don't stop researching, don't stop learning about it. So everything that I know I'm going to use. And here's the good news. Human design is like, doesn't have a shallow end, right? It can be very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. All those numbers, all those gates. And I will tell you, for marketing or business and even for your life, you really don't need to go much More than say your type, master how you follow your strategy, really experiment with that. Learn about your authority, respect and honor your authority, your energy levels, know what you need to do not to exhaust yourself energetically and look at your profile because the profile is how people see you and how you see yourself. So that's where your content creation, the angles, how you can allow yourself to to do what's naturally is natural for you <laughs> yeah that, that's so Good. what's so powerful about everything that you just shared
0: julia is the whole energy because as you've mentioned i am a manifesting generator myself right and but what i have found and i don't know if it's because of my four six is that um, and i'm in this third phase of my, I have three phases in, in my chart, and this is that third phase of my life, the role model now. And is that I, I get overwhelmed by having to, to do everything like say, uh, what human design helped me in my business was that I was growing my coaching business. I was doing my podcast. I was doing, uh, energetic healing meditations, And I found that the joy was coming from the podcast. It necessarily, not that I don't like coaching and doing these uh, workshops. I had a small membership. It's not that I didn't enjoy them. It's that the one-on-one with the podcast guests and hearing their stories and then learning more about like what, if they're a spiritual modality or uh, some type of specialized life coach, And is that they were able to then how they intertwined it and how they were helping others and their stories. And that brought me the most joy. And it was human design that helped me realize that it's okay if I just want to do the podcast. And so when the coaching was up, the membership was up, I did not continue that at all. In fact, I stepped into a, a corporate job. And I now do the podcast and it's the podcast that actually brings me the most bliss, but even doing the visibility part of it is, can be a little bit overwhelming, even for a manifesting generator for six, you know, in that role model. And so I, I find that's what I find so interesting about human design. It's like, oh, I think I need to dig a little bit more and figure, figure that part of it out. Right. Like, How do you get more visible, even with everything that you do to to maintain your energy? I think that's the beauty of the human design. As fascinating as this conversation is, we are going to pause for a moment and we'll be right back. Hi, it's Debbie. If you have appreciated the phenomenal and nourishing spiritual souls that have blessed us as the guests of the podcast... I would invite you to please consider supporting the operational expenses of the podcast. I recently set up a Patreon account through the urging of some friends. So what's in it for you? There are ongoing benefits of joining the light up your worth Patreon account. There's a peek at the exclusive behind the scenes of creating a podcast bonus episodes with my guests and energetic healing meditations and i am just beginning your patreon support allows me to continue the podcast vision to provide spiritual connection magical learning and positive resources to nurture you on your spiritual journey together we can raise the consciousness and frequency for yourself the collective and mother earth please support me on patreon you can begin to subscribe for as low as $2.27 per month, which is really less than a coffee or subscription to watch TV. So you can find it at www.patreon.com Light Up Your Worth, all one word. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com backslash Light Up Your Worth, no spaces. Sending you sunshine. Hi, Debbie here. Are you a lover of essential oils, crystals, energy healing work, channeled messages, positive affirmations? Well, do I have something to share with you? My friend Nikki is the owner of Sage Essential Oils. She's on Instagram, sage underscore essential oils. I'll include that in the show notes. But I wanted to share with you that she does these amazing essential oil alchemy blends that have crystals and these amazing blends of essential oils called Ground Alchemy, Calm Alchemy, Uplift, Nurture, Daydream. And they're all these really delicious and yummy blends. She also includes with each order a personal, intuitive affirmation that's downloaded and channeled just for you and a beautiful postcard. So as a healer, she's a Reiki healer and she does ancestral healing sessions as well and she's located in Australia and so if you want to try these amazing things, I highly recommend them. I love them and use them in my own life. So again her Instagram is sage underscore essential oils let her know that you heard about her here on light up your worth podcast
2: absolutely and in fact you know you are manifesting generator and uh this is i think and this is what intuitively came to me when you were saying that the podcast gives you most excitement you know it's because you're responding first of all manifesting generator you can't be you know put in a box you you can't pigeonhole yourself you need to be open and you are constantly going to be lit up with so many ideas and so the podcast is feeding you these ideas you're meeting this interesting people that you get to select and then you're responding constantly like your sacral there is lighting up because they're giving you great stuff and and i can see how this can bring you so much joy and which it's, we still enjoy, you know, uh, working with clients and, but sometimes there's also repetitive moment and things like that. And that it just becomes a little bit less exciting maybe for a manifesting generator. I might be wrong, but it just feels like this is, this could be why, but I also know that it, it's true that four, six, um, it's funny. I'm a one, three, right. I'm at the opposite of four, six. We are very compatible by the way. Uh-huh. So four, six, I thought before that, oh my God, they must be, they're so, you know, out into people. I am all inside me and sharing my stories. I'm like the most self-absorbed profile, where four, six is all about the other people. And yet all four, six people that I know, Kinda of sometimes want to just get away from people, <laughs> or, and because that's the line six. Line six, mm-hmm. when it gets a little bit overwhelmed, it just wants to be alone. You know, and and that's okay because and and the three stages that you have, and there's nothing you can do with it because it's your second line, which is subconscious line, which is the line of your body, and there's nothing you can do about it. You know, but yet it's through people, you know, for opportunities. Everything comes through people and people that you know. So podcast for you, whether it's meeting your guests, giving your audience this, your presence, you are present in your audience world, no matter the guests are changing, but you are there, the constant. And that's how you can attract clients. You can attract more opportunities and, you know, create more ideas and offers. And so, you know, this is this is very interesting how this whole thing work. But I also have to say that we can't handle everything in our business. I am a minimalist in a way, minimalist in a way that I use a lot of automation, whatever I can automate, I automate. But what is Being automated has to be created in the energetic alignment. So, Mm -hmm. I don't do any content, I don't write any content if I am not in the zone for it. But when I have written it, I'm very selfish about the time I've spent on it and the energy I've spent because you know, I work in projectors, work in big leaps of energy, short term, and then nothing. And the nothing can last for weeks, and it's a really scary thing in the beginning to get accept that pace. It's not every day. And so I'm very selfish when I had this burst and I wrote an article or I did a video or something, how can I reuse it? How can I automate it? So I use um, some automation tools to be even posting on my personal profile and I'm extremely consistent, but that's, that's how I can manage that. Um, If I create my podcast again, you know, I will put it into some sort of constantly promoting um, every episode that I have done. So those weeks when I have no energy and I'm not really creating anything there's constantly content is coming out somebody wants to binge on what I'm creating, they can and it's always going to feel fresh because you know I keep adding and building that library. But I also find that uh, there are some things that we just can't eliminate completely, but we also can't spend time on it. For me, for example, it's accounting. I can't do it. I get really frustrated. It was it was the only activity that reduced me to tears at one point uh-huh. <laughs> with my accounting. And for me, it was so scary to hire an accountant because I felt like I have to overcome this this fear of numbers, and I need to be in control. And I kept, you know, trying to do it myself and frustrating myself, and even dreading the day when I need to do, you know, my last month's accounts, you know, and prepare and everything. I just it was such a it was one year pro, uh, progress for me to. I hired an accountant, but I would only give her, you know, the the, the the minimum of work, maybe just to look over to see that I did everything OK. But I'd be there crying, basically doing this whole thing because it's just feeling so overwhelmed. The problem with this is that it's not just that moment when you're doing it. It's the days before it, the days after they just deplete, they deplete you. They, they rob you of your creative sparkle and creative juices to create something impactful And so I've learned, you know, when I completely gave away my accounting, that was a big lesson for me not to ever, ever hold on to things that are eating me from the inside. So outsourcing, if we if you're not good at graphics, find a VA, find a designer. And, you know, there are ways to suit any budget. And you can find and try them and test them. And if they work out, great. If not, you can, there's so many people offering services out there. So trying to see what you need to do. How can you minimize what you're doing to just serve you, to light you up if you're a generator or manifesting generator, to help you take these moments of rest. And then when you're in the zone, create if you're a projector, if you're a manifester, just when you have the creative sparkle, Don't be asking for permission or thinking, you know, will I follow through with this project? I don't know. Just share. You're here to ignite us all into action. You know, when I am in my rest periods, when I don't have any inspiration, I'll go and I'll Google some one of the manifestors that I am connected to, go to their YouTube channel, just listen to a video that is irrelevant to me and my marketing. But just because I'm listening to them speak, I am actually igniting myself into action and I can then go and do whatever I need to do. So if you're a manifester do that. That that's your service to the world, right? And it's going to help you. But what are the things that you don't need to do? For example, for me as a projector, I I am my strategy is to wait for invitations. So no form of outreach works for me. The only time when the outreach works is, for example, when I am uh, I work with somebody, I know they love me, they love working with me, and I'm kind of half sure that if I ask them to renew their, maybe they're in the membership group or whichever way we're working together, that they will actually go for it. And then, then I'll reach out and and I kind of have detachment from even if they say no, it's fine, you know, but I, I know that I'm reaching out to someone who already sees me for who I am. That's very important for a projector. But I'd never, and I stopped doing that a long time ago, you know, sending messages, uh, 100 ideal client or how they they call dream client list. That's something that can kill me. So I don't do that because you can get where you want to get in your own way. And the fact that I don't do outreach doesn't mean that I don't get clients in my business because that saves me space and especially just gives me this peace in my mind in my heart and allows me then to do what I love which is speak and write so I write and I write for publications and I attract a lot of clients who come in and they're ready and that's really priceless
0: that is and you get to maintain your energy and understanding, yeah, I love that. Minimizing what you are doing, whether it's automation or outsourcing, and staying in your brilliance—like what naturally fills you up—and understanding that that the rest period. I have a a, a good friend who's a, a projector, and she's been on you know the podcast. And she's beautiful, and she's doing uh, sound codes, and. She's actually who had me just in talking with her, understand that I really needed to understand my own human design and really stepping into I'm a connector. I'm a connector. I love the one on ones. But as I've gotten older, a whole crowd full of people, that's a bit. Overwhelming, right? And so I've been actually looking at that too. The whole what can you outsource? What, uh, what, how can I use more of my systems to be able to help it? And I had to stop, uh, even with the podcast on how I schedule the guests, right? I used to be open like six days a week to be able to try to accommodate every single person. And I thought to myself, I'm exhausted. Like this is not this is not working. So I, I, I made it smaller. And then now it's even smaller. Like, because I, I I think the strength, and at least in the manifesting generator for myself that I can speak to is that when I, when I'm there and I'm giving you my all, like you are my attention. You're who I love this moment. That doesn't mean I don't love you in a month. It's just that I love you. And so you're going to get all my, you know, you're going to get that energy and that connection. And I think it's part of why every guest that I feel so connected with, but I can't do that every single day. Like if I, I have these big spurts and then I could stay up till two o'clock in the morning. And then I'm exhausted for like three or four days. But if I stay in that, all that creativity comes through the energy, the connection. And so I'm learning now is how to manage that as well with starting to understand more about my human design. Stay tuned for the second part of this delightful interview on Saturday. And if you enjoyed this Let Up Your Worth episode, and I hope you did, Please be sure to subscribe so that you can be notified when the conclusion of this interview is posted. If you feel so inclined, please rate and review this podcast episode and share with your friends. You can find me lightupyourworth.net on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, and on YouTube. Thanks so much for listening. And I hope that you are leaving with some inspiration, hope, and practical knowledge that can help you in your spiritual, personal development and growth in your radiant life. Sending sunshine.